0: hello team happiness long time no talk i have been out for a week and a half And my goodness, my entire family got sick (laughs) on top of everything else we had going on. We got hit with the nastiest flu bug of all time and that put us out for a week. And so I'm happy to be back here with you. I'm happy to have my voice back mostly. I think it's a little deeper than normal, but that's okay. And I'm just excited to be here with you and talk about self-awareness because this is a very important topic and a very crucial part of being present and a great way way for you to immediately begin accelerating your growth and development. So without further ado, let's jump in. Welcome to the Happiness Playbook, a podcast where we explore the why and how of happiness. I'm your host, Neil Hooper, and I just wanted to remind you that life is a team sport, so let's play together. Let's kick things off with our highlight reel, and today I wanted to share a neat article I found on goodnewsnetwork.org entitled... Former Marine drove 1,000 miles to Ukraine border in a minibus loaded with supplies, toys, and blankets for refugees. As many of you may have heard by now, there is a very sad conflict happening between Russia and Ukraine, and it's really hard to know how to feel about this and, you know, what to do about it. And I just thought this was an awesome example of somebody just taking an action that wasn't super grandiose in nature but really made a difference. And so the article reads a former UK Royal Marine has loaded a 16-seater minibus with sleeping bags, pillows and toys for refugees moving across the Ukrainian border into Poland and pledged to drive 1000 miles to personally deliver them. Wow, that's a quite the trek. 31-year-old Tom Littledike from Lyme Regis began his journey on February twenty eighth, saying he was inspired to act after seeing pictures of families broken and separated by the conflict. Setting up a fundraiser, it took Little Dyke just twelve hours to fill his minibus with supplies and collect fifty three hundred US dollars worth of donations for the trip. He said, and I love this quote because I think it really ties in to how we can apply this, but he said, too often do we think that we have to do something grand, and if it can't be grand, what's the point, he told the BBC. It doesn't matter what we do as long as it's something in the right direction. There's so many of us who want to help. It will all build to this gigantic thing. Never underestimate the power of looking outward in simple ways. And I love his quote and the point he's making here that we can do these small things. And if collectively we're doing enough small, positive and simple things, it really can turn and build and become a gigantic thing. And so Find a small way to look outward today and don't get caught up in the grandiose um, humanitarian efforts that we often think of when we want to serve the world. Just uh, give a smile, you know, give a compliment, send a text, do something simple, but that will make a difference. Okay, last time we sat down with my lovely wife and discussed our chaotic lives and the importance of thriving in the growth zone. And it was such a fun conversation. If you haven't listened to it, I invite you to go back and listen. It was really raw. We didn't do any editing and post-production. It was just a conversation. So we were definitely letting go and playing there and being very present. But we shared a little bit about how Aubrey, especially in culinary school and as we're opening a bakery and I've got a new job, there's just a lot of change and how to thrive in the growth zone. But the play of the week was to ask a question that you were afraid to ask on your journey to growth and learning. So how did it go? I got to share that at my new job, there's a lot of new and a lot of responsibility. And I was on a training meeting with some high-ranking people in the company about an important process that had to do with my job. And about halfway through the training, I started to feel lost because I didn't understand a key part of the process. And it was really tempting to pretend like I knew exactly what they were talking about and to just keep moving forward. But I knew I had to understand this process in order to perform my job well. So I asked a question and I admitted, hey, this wasn't quite adding up. Could you uh, back up and explain that to me again? And, you know, once I just put my pride aside and asked a question, it was so good to just have them explain it to me and then for me to confidently move forward, knowing that I actually understood what was going on. And the other cool thing was I immediately got a message from a coworker who was also on the training thanking me for asking the question because they were also unclear about the process. So it was just like a double win there. But make sure you're asking the questions that you're afraid to ask in your journey of growth because Pretending like you are more equipped or experienced than you are is not going to serve you um, or those around you. So let go of your pride and ask those seemingly dumb questions. So, for our team huddle, I just want to do a little check in here with you on team happiness because our views are still coming in, the downloads are still happening. So, thank you so much. While we didn't match our numbers from January, which was our best month ever. February was still our third best month ever, so we are maintaining those views. We saw a little dip, but let's keep sharing, keep up the positive vibes, and please let us know if you have an idea um, of a topic we can cover here in the Happiness Playbook, or if you have an example or a story to share, we'd love to hear it and maybe even feature you on the podcast, so definitely reach out. All right, well, let's get into this week's practice, and the topic today is a very important one that's near and dear to my heart, and that is self-awareness. It's one of those things that we hear about all the time, but what is it really? And more importantly, how can it change your life for the better? In today's episode, we're really exploring this powerful element of be present because that's what it is at the end of the day is being hyper president with yourself. President is that what I just said <laughs> hyper present with yourself. And I'll share with you some research and experiences with self-awareness and how it is actually the key ingredient to accelerating your growth and finding more fulfillment in relationships, in your professional life, and beyond. So, self-awareness. What is self-awareness? That is the question I want to begin with and make sure we're clear there. And I did a lot of research and digging, but the definition that I found that I liked the most came from a TEDx talk that we're going to be referencing throughout today's episode. It's the ability to see ourselves clearly, to understand who we are, how others see us, and how we fit into the world. That is such an important skill. And self-awareness really gives us power. We might not always like what we see, but there's a comfort in knowing ourselves. And there's actually a ton of research showing that people who are self-aware are more fulfilled. They have stronger relationships. They're more creative. They're more confident and better communicators. They are less likely to lie, cheat, and steal. They perform better at work and are more promotable. And they're more effective leaders with more profitable companies. So the important aspect of self-awareness, how I like to think of self-awareness is we all have blind spots. That is a given. We all have weaknesses that we're not really aware of, or they're not really at the front of our mind, or we have shortcomings or incompatibilities, right, that are preventing us from performing at our best. And honestly, addressing these blind spots or being made aware of them is the reason why I personally crave feedback from others. So anyone who knows me well knows that I love feedback. It really is a gift to me and I cherish it because when I get feedback from somebody, I'm able to address and understand these blind spots or incompatibilities or things that I'm not aware of. And having that awareness of you know these performance gaps or blind spots where I'm not able to successfully perform in the way I want to is really crucial to self-development. The powerful thing about self-awareness is that you're getting feedback and you're learning to start to identify these blind spots and shortcomings and incompatibilities without relying on other people. And you can get this feedback in any moment. And as you're really self-aware and you're really tuning in to how you fit into the environment, how others view you, and you can really develop that self-awareness, the reason it's so powerful is because then you are able to dramatically self-correct and guide yourself and make adjustments and micro tweaks to improve your performance and your compatibility in any given situation. And I will mention here that it is important to balance this out because self-awareness can creep over into being overly self-critical and you don't want that either. But a healthy dose of self-awareness can dramatically accelerate your growth in powerful ways. And as long as we're in a state of numbness and passiveness, we're never going to be able to tap into the self-awareness that would help us identify those blind spots. Now. I, I don't want you to be hyper critical of people that you know, but I do want you to think of some examples. There are people in our lives that are very self aware. They can recognize when they've said something or done something, maybe that was off putting, and they can self correct. You know, they can do those little micro corrections along the way. We also know people who lack this self awareness and who seem to just kind of blaze forward, oblivious to their impact on those around them and maybe how they're saying things that might make others uncomfortable. Or, you know, th- and this lack of self awareness is really to the detriment of the growth and development of these individuals. So, and again, I don't want you to focus on, you know, judging others who are not self-aware, but it's just a powerful way to really um, recognize it. So we want to make sure that we're not being numb or passive or casual. Now, we've already talked about a few of the benefits, but there are different ways that self-awareness can improve your life. So I just wanted to point out a few of those. And there are really many aspects of your life that will improve from self-awareness. And some examples include improving your relationships, becoming more successful, and achieving personal growth. But some other proven benefits can be found on positivepsychology.com in an article entitled, What is Self-Awareness and Why is it Important? So they share a few examples here. And one is, it can make us more proactive. Boost our acceptance and encourage positive self development. So, like we were sharing, as we are more self aware, we can really see how we're fitting into the environment. And what impact our actions and perspectives are having on those around us and on the situation and make those corrections. So that's a powerful way. Another thing is self-awareness allows us to see things from the perspective of others. And this is really where practicing self-control can come in and working creatively and productively. As we are able to see ourselves as others see us, this is a great way for us to practice empathy too. It also leads to better decision making. That was from Ridley, Schultz, Glance, and Weinstein from some research in 1992 that as you become more self-aware, you're able to actually make better decisions. And it's not hard to imagine how self-awareness could impact your decision making. And last but not least in the article, it shares that it can make us better at our jobs, better communicators in the workplace and enhance our self-confidence and job related well-being. And again, this self-awareness is we're interacting with others and especially in team settings, we're able to make those micro-corrections and start to learn how our personality maybe gels with certain individuals and start to be intentional and proactive in the way we're communicating with others so that it can help us. So there's tons of benefits to self-awareness, but I want to talk now specifically how we can better become more self-aware. So how do we stay mindful of ourselves and maintain that self-awareness in our everyday life? Going back to the TED Talk that I mentioned earlier, in an excerpt from her TED Talk, Tasha Urich shares some research she conducted around self-awareness and what we can do to massively shift our perspective and start learning more about ourselves. And the research was very exhaustive that she and her colleagues did. So it's really cool. I highly recommend you go back and listen to the TED Talk. It's 15 minutes, I think, and we have it in the show notes. It's a really good one, and we'll do a deep dive into the topic we're discussing. Now, I want to play a sound bite from her amazing talk where she breaks down a small shift we can do as we're observing around us that's going to make a huge impact. And that shift is changing our why questions into what questions. And she shares some really powerful examples of what she means by that and and the impact that can have. So, let's play the clip and hear what Tasha has to say.
1: Asking why created alternative facts, and over time, this leads us away from who we really are. It clouds our self-perceptions. So you might be wondering, if asking why makes us depressed, overconfident, and wrong, it's probably not going to increase our self-awareness. But don't worry, I am not here today to tell you to stop thinking about yourselves. I am here to tell you to start doing it just a little bit differently. So, if we shouldn't ask why then, what should we ask? Do you remember our self-awareness unicorns? When we looked at how they approached introspection, we found the answer. We analyzed literally hundreds of pages of transcripts, and we saw a very clear pattern. Although the word, why, appeared less than hundred and fifty times, the word, what, appeared more than a thousand times. Let me give you a few examples. Nathan, a brand manager, got a terrible performance review from his new boss. Instead of asking, why are we like oil and water? He asked, what can I do to show her I'm the best person for this job? It changed everything. People now point to Nathan and his boss as proof that polar opposites can work together. Sarah, an education leader, was diagnosed with breast cancer in her late 40s. And when she asked, why me? She said it felt like a death sentence. So then she asked, what's most important to me? This helped her define what she wanted her life to look like in whatever time she had left. She's now cancer-free, and more focused on the relationships that mean the most to her. Jose, an entertainment industry veteran, hated his job. And instead of getting stuck what most of us would do and ask, why do I feel so terrible, he asked, what are the situations that make me feel terrible, and what do they have in common? He quickly realized that he would never be happy in his job and it gave him the courage to pursue a new and far more fulfilling career path as a wealth manager. So these are just three examples of dozens of unicorns that asked what instead of why.
0: Oh, it is such a good TED talk. You've got to listen to it. And as you can see in these powerful examples, changing that one word as you observe and turning why into what, as we do this, we are able to shift our mindset into a more productive and action-oriented zone. This is how we really become self-aware and avoid the alternative facts that she mentions in the talk. Why questions trap us in the rearview mirror? What questions move us forward? And that is the self-awareness that is going to have the biggest Impact, And this is this week's play of the week. I want you to start asking what questions instead of why questions when you are observing or going through a hard time or trying to know how to best move forward. Wow, self-awareness is so important in this journey of happiness we are on and in our journey to be more present in our daily lives. I hope you'll find the content from today's episode and this little exercise helpful in developing a greater sense of self-awareness, and that you'll be more motivated to explore this topic further. There are so many benefits to being more self-aware, ranging from improved mental and emotional health to increased productivity and creativity, the list goes on and on, but the most important thing is to start paying attention to your thoughts and feelings, and then ask yourself, what? am i thinking or feeling right now rather than why am i thinking or feeling this way when you observe your life with curiosity instead of judgment you can begin making changes that lead to a more fulfilling existence and to develop the elusive skill of happiness what have been some of your findings about yourself as a result of practicing self-awareness i hope that you'll reach out and let us know and want to catch a crucial conversation about leading others and letting go and playing with a dear friend on the other side of the world, make sure to tune in next week to hear the conversation. And as always, remember that happiness is a skill and life is a team sport. And we are so glad to have you on the team. Catch you next week.